One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you Everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When the towns flood and crumble, when the plains drown beneath the surface, that's when the trawler man comes walking out from his garden to see what's grown. 
He prunes the stray fingers of the drowned that protrude through the surface. He stretches down to their forlorn, gasping heads, and, in his kindness, he gives them new legs to scuttle upon. And when he has finished looking, and sees what he's made, he smiles with both of his faces. If you're lucky enough to catch a glimpse of him in person, if you're hiding out in the ruins, or if you've made pilgrimage to see his floods, he will see you, and he will beckon to you. He will draw you down with him into the depths, willingly or unwillingly, and return you to an ancient shape even your ancestors only half remembered. At least, that's what the Catabasian told me one morning in the seminary as I sat shoulder to shoulder with the other converts, trying not to shift on the hard wooden bench and all of the students looked bored and tired as if this was a commonplace lesson they'd heard a thousand times before. I don't know how they could all be so confident about the habits of our God. Because when I asked the teacher if anyone in the room had seen the Trawler Man incarnate, there was laughter resounding around the room. And the Catabasian smirked. And what could I do but laugh myself, shrugging and rolling my eyes at the attention? As if it was inevitable that I, a new arrival whose family did not even come from the faith, would be so clumsy and so stupid to ask such things, hating each and every one of them as I laughed along for making me feel like a fool, for making me feel like I'd never heard his voice myself. Still doesn't make sense to me the claims they made. If the trawler man is hidden from us and his haunt remains a mystery to the living. Then why am I looking at him now? And why is he smiling? Carpenter? Paige? Why is he smiling? No. No. He's getting worse. I know. What's wrong with him? I don't know. What's happening with the bandages? Is he still bleeding? No. But there's something leaking out from under... Fuck. What is it? It's silt, Carpenter. He's bleeding. Silt. That can't be good. No. It isn't. How does the skin feel around the wound? Um, it's... Hardening. It's calcifying. The river's found an opening in him. We need to find a hospital. No hospitals out here. Not anymore. I'm going to turn around. I saw a dump about a half mile back. We'll take him there. We're taking him to the dump? These are the silverses. And they don't understand. Hard as that I can't see he's been looking up at them all this time. Smiling. They can't understand that the river courses onwards, its waters deep. 
deep and dark and there's nothing they can do to stop it. In order of their arrival, I'll name our victims thus. Bernard, Lucille Valentine, Maeve de Brun, written by John Ware and produced by Muna Hussein. Audio production by Sammy Holden. The afternoon sun is drifting slowly down towards its final resting place. The sky is alive with polluted hues of violet. And quite suddenly, as the car wheels along the country road, the horizon pulls away, and I'm gazing out across a great plain of trash. Broken down sofas, rusted and burnt out cars, smaller fragments of metal detritus glinting like shards of glass amongst a million rippling black trash bags. There are stacks of trash, towering high like hills amongst the flats. Here and there, great clawed machines direct the filth lifting and placing and pressing down beneath their roiling tracks. And in amongst the wreckage, I realize, as we pull in through the gates, underneath a sign which reads, Fisherman's Rest Incorporated Waste Disposal, are the staring and ghastly faces of redundant gods. Their stone beards and twisted neon eyes gaze forebodingly upwards, or comically downwards, half buried in plastic sheets or beneath the avalanches of cans and wrappers and radios and things. The older ones are buried deeper. Sometimes there's just a pointed finger or grasping tendril of statuary poking up through the landfill. There are houses, too, built amongst the garbage and of the garbage, and there are people walking here. Families. Children running back and forth. One woman turns towards me. She carries a heavy sack on her back, packed with rubbish or what looks like rubbish. She raises a hand in greeting. The index finger and small finger are entirely missing. Only a raw stump of her thumb remains. Hate to imagine what you'd need to do to be sent out here. Nothing. People choose to come out here to worship the emperor in rags. Businessmen, magistrates, marketeers. They give up their houses, their cars, their families, and they come out here to scavenge. The point is to try and learn how to live without the things you never truly needed. And every once in a while, when you've prayed and pondered for long enough, you come to realize that there's some part of yourself which you never really needed either. A finger that was only one of many one ear when you had another and you find a blade or an edge from amongst the wreckage and you surrender whatever part of yourself is excess to the dump and when you're done with it you toss the blade away as well and carry on living with less so there's a lot of injury in a place like this 
a great deal of sickness. I'm hoping they'll have a pox monk here who can see to Faulkner. What happens if they don't? Best to cover your nose and mouth when we step out. Doesn't help. The stench permeates cloth and flesh. Perhaps it's wrong to think of it as a smell so much as a cacophony of smells, of burning rubber and rotten food and dead meat and anything which decays and spoils and repulses. Perhaps I was wrong to leave my apartment. All right, won't be long. Hey! Hey, excuse me! I need some help. You doing all right there, Faulkner? Faulkner? The terror leaves you in time. Just like everything else. We walk a while in this place, my God and me. Side by side through the drowning fields. Halting as he stops to check upon his sprouting, dripping crop. He explains it to me, all of it, the great mysteries of living and everything past living. And while the specifics seem to drift just in and out of hearing, they don't last in my head a moment longer than they're spoken. It's like he's breathing warmth and comfort into my throat and my belly and my veins when he's done speaking. He turns and walks away. I try to follow him, but the silt is thick and my legs are sluggish. I call after my God. He doesn't turn back. I fumble, falling down onto my knees, slipping into the mud that clings and probes upwards and drags downwards. There's a sudden sharp pain from the wound in my shoulder. I cry out his name, but he's no longer there to answer me. And then the blood swallows me up and I drown. It only takes a heartbeat. Just one single moment of pain and terror before the end. My remnants dissolve in the current and the current bears me onwards. I am not in the flood. I am the flood. And I forget mercy and guilt. And the old rusted anchors that kept me in my place. I sweep upwards over the plains. I devour the villages, the piers, the warehouses. I reach out to shatter the flimsy surge barriers. I break the towers. I sink all that has been made to spot me. I press the world down beneath my hungering tides. I am the flood. I am the Faulkner. Faulkner, can you hear me? I am the flood, I am the torrent. Faulkner, it's spreading. Can you hear me? It's spreading. You need to wake up. Faulkner, you need to wake up. It's all right, Paige. It's all right, I found someone. Quickly, please, brother. This is him. The pox monk? 
is dressed in healer's white robes. His face bears the proud scars and inflammations of a life's countless sicknesses. Blotches of pale yellow and purple and black. A patchwork of harm. Willingly taken on. Alright, we need to clear some space. Get him out the car and lay him down flat on the top now. Make start on unwinding those bandages. I want to see what's going on underneath. Alright. This is Paige, by the way. Paige, this is Brother Warfing of the Wretchman's Order. A pleasure, miss. You, uh, got anything else that needs taken from you while I'm here? Any hurt? Any harm? Uh, um, a few scratches? Couple of bruises, I suppose? Ah, don't waste my time. You're limp, though, Pilgrim. That looks juicy. Like it's healing wrong, cracks piling upon cracks. I can't take the fracture off your hands, if you've the money to pay for it and make it part of the tithe. I'm carrying a lot of brakes on this old shin of mine already, but this other one, she's clean and ready to take on a fresh blessing. Yeah, look to him first, then we can talk. All right, let's see what's happening. Why, there's barnacles growing around the wound. Did he always have these? Joking, aren't you? <laughs> I don't keep track of what's fashionable. What did this to him? The servant of a river god. Hmm. God-bitten's difficult. Once it roots itself in some way, it doesn't want to leave until it hatches something else. But, by the grace of Brother Boyle and Sister Sora, I believe I can take this one on. I've got to watch if you need payment. <laughs> you keep it, my dear. A unique blessing is payment in itself, and this certainly looks unique. <laughs> but it will take time. I need to lay the marks and say the words. Test metal of this god of yours. I could use the soda, something carbonated. It'll, it'll help me get my energy levels up. What? You want me to head to the commissary? All the treasures in the world are contained in this place. I just need an unopened can, that's all. I can go. I don't mind going. Thank you. Anything but strawberry, if you please. And if you'll take my advice, make sure you're back before nightfall. I won't be long. Carry us on into the dead water. You know he's dying, don't you? Impatience. That is the one sickness I cannot free you from, Pilgrim. All right. There. Ready. All right now, young man. I'm sure your God loves you very much, but he's going to love me even more. 
You see, this wound of yours is gonna have a prouder place in my collection. See? Got a burn here on my leg from Kindled Heart. Saved a young girl's life, take that on. Just over my stomach, right here. This is a blessing from St. Electric herself. 3,000 volts. I'm gonna lay my hands on the place where it hurts. This is gonna be very painful, like nothing that came before. And I'm sorry for that. Just try and think of the life that comes next. Here, Pilgrim, hold this candle for me. And don't touch me, you understand? Don't touch me till it's over. Oh, kindly pair, hearken to me. Brother that itches, sister that drips. My flesh is yours. I make my plea. What was bestowed, let it flow from him and pass to me. What harm was done, let it flow from him and pass to me. What sickness dwells, let it flow from him and pass to me. What poisons, what chokes, what twists, what breaks, let it pass to me. What's happening? Wounds flooding. River's trying to get out of him. He won't take. Hand me that cloth. <sighs> strong God, this one. Real strong God. But I'll get the better of him yet. Whatever you're going to do, you need to do it quickly. I. You are right, Pilgrim. I just. I thought I saw someone watching us. From high up on the stacks. But it's nothing, just a pile of garbage bags. Looked like a person for a moment in the dusk light. Uh, you're right. And then again, you're wrong. That's not to stare, though. The closer you look at them, the more sense they make. What is it? When it gets dark and the shape of things becomes less clear, that's when the trash god's servants come up out of the stacks. Are they dangerous? Not if you've got nothing left to take. I did tell your friend to be back before nightfall. Paige. Where did Paige go? There's no sign of her. I wonder. I want both of you be back before dark. Oh, you couldn't have been a bit more specific than that. Dumb doesn't like when we interfere. We... <coughs> if he dies <coughs> while I'm gone, I'll give you a blessing you bleed out from. You understand me? Paige? Paige, where are you? I'm not gone for long. I walk amongst the stacks of trash, scanning up and down, searching for the telltale stripe of the Fizz and Flavor logo. There's so much out here. So much shape and texture and color and 
distortion. So many countless things rotting into each other. It's too much. After a while, you start losing the ability to pick out anything specific at all from amongst the landfill, and even the stench stops smelling like anything you can recognize. I come to a sudden halt. For a moment, I'm not even sure why. And then I realize what I'm staring at. There's something familiar glinting amongst the ripped garbage bags and debris, just a short distance away. It's funny, isn't it? There are so many layers of protection against your childhood. You can roll yourself up in the long years and the endless memories and a surplus of irony until the scared kid you used to be feels like a stranger to you. And then you see something that belonged to you once, long ago, and everything changes. It's my old red sneaker, back from when I was 17. We'd just moved to a new town, and <laughs> Dad, you'd found a new scam you liked. You had a glass jar and a little fan hidden in the lid that blew air up into it and made the dirt swirl around beautifully. It's a wind god, you tell the farmers. An imprisoned wind god to bring favor and rainstorms to your fields. You'd always find a reason to drag me along when you took your thick briefcase and went out into the town to cheat our neighbors. You bragged to your friends that you'd never involve us in any criminal activity, even though a cute child was a formidable tool in any con man's arsenal. But you were raising us to go to college and live honest lives. I need someone to run my lines with me, he'd say. Or darling, I've got a bad feeling about this one and I just can't shift it. I need someone to wait out in the car, just in case we need to drive fast. I'd sit there, in the car with the music blaring, tapping my shoe gently against the accelerator, staring down at it, wondering if you'd come out smirking, or if you'd come at a run, screaming at me to drive, with some furious farmer chasing after you yelling about the police. I must have lost that sneaker at some point. I don't remember when. And now it's here again, in amongst the landfill, waiting for me in the dying sunlight. A red sneaker that looks exactly like the one I lost. No, no, the same sneaker, the one I lost. Strangely, I feel certain of it. I take a step forward to get a closer look, but it must have fallen back deeper into the pile because it's no longer visible in the growing gloom. I begin tossing the black garbage bags to one side 
and when my sneaker still isn't visible anywhere from within the trash, that's when I get down on my hands and knees and I begin to crawl, and the dump opens up before me to make my path forwards easy. I need to get it back. I want to get it back. Strange, but it's not dark down here. The broken light bulbs glow bright and golden from within the walls of this tunnel. And there are neon signs abandoned by their owners, but still flashing bright in the service of restaurants or brothels which may no longer exist. Stranger, yet, there's my television. I had it when I was nine. Buried deeper in the stacks, glinting up at me. It's one of the old, thick-bodied ones, with a smiling plastic model of the Saint Electric that held the aerial aloft, and I'd sit cross-legged in front of it, watching the old detective shows until dinner was ready to be served. You'd come and scoop me up, Dad, and you'd say, Come on, kiddo. Time for chow. And all of your children and your adopted children from your three different marriages would be gathered in our kitchen to pray and eat. You'd bought that table from an antique store. A broken wreck still engraved with ritual signs, and you'd fix it up with furniture polish until the decades-old blood wasn't even visible anymore. Yes. Yes, it looked just like this. The same yellowing plaster on the walls, the same smiles and the same riotous chatter, and we had the best dad in the world, because if we threw spaghetti at the walls or stabbed our forks into the table, you'd just sit there, laughing uproariously, reigning over the chaos. You're standing behind me, smiling kindly your rough hand on my shoulder. And you silently pull the last empty chair, the chair at the end of the table, out so I can sit. I do as I'm asked. But that's... That's when the doubt begins to creep in for me. Because you were never kind like that, were you? You didn't know how. You could never give comfort without a condition or a threat attached to it. You couldn't help any of us without pointing it out. I'm not really sitting in my kitchen, am I? This isn't really you. And as I turn to face you, I see just how true that is. There's a trash bag mannequin standing over my shoulder, leaning in towards me. Some of its clothes are human clothes. Other parts of it have been taken from the dump. Random tin cans and plastic and scrap metal assembled together into something approximating a lurching composite human figure with a leering, glistening trash bag face that opens in a yawn 
Some of its teeth are human teeth. As I yell out and jump up, it collapses. A flimsy, broken thing, shattering into pieces, joining the sea of trash beneath my feet. I glance back at the dining table, which is no longer our dining table, but a splintered mass of wood and plastic. I'm not in my kitchen. I'm somewhere under the surface of the dump. This isn't a room at all, I realize as I scrabble frantically at the walls and the ceiling of my underground prison, trying to find purchase, trying to prize any piece of garbage free to make an opening to find my way back to the surface. The walls are closing in all around me. The ceiling is closing in, driving me further down into the rot. I'm choking on the thick gas, the rotten air that's rising up from the landfill beneath my feet. This isn't a room. It's a stomach. No, I'm not going to die down here. Can you hear me, whatever you are? I said I'm not going to die down here. So you can just... So you can just go fuck yourself. And anybody here... I thought we'd lost you out here. You almost did. Come on, let's get you out of there. What happened? Carpenter, I... I... I didn't find the soda. something to you. I don't know how to get back to the car. Is that it? No, I don't think yours was a cube, was it? It wasn't. I'm sorry, it's been a long night. Pilgrim! Pilgrim! Over here! Ah, you're both alive. No thanks to you. How's Faulkner? Strong God. Won't that be him? Hell of a strong God. Took a few years off me, that's for certain. But I got him out. On my blessing. Your friend's sleeping. He's gonna be just fine. Let's see for yourself. He lifts his sleeve to show us. A black, weeping wound across his forearm. The precise imitation of the one Faulkner wore. Gnarled, calcified barnacles gather across the skin. I can't believe you did that to yourself. We're optimists in my faith, miss. You learn to love the wounds as much as what came before them. 
Safe travels to three. They light candles, the trash pickers, as night falls. They fill their gas lamps and set their campfires, and the darkness fills with a galaxy of golden stars to match the ones that shimmer above. And even the inhuman and awful detail of the dump fades into black, and it becomes a landscape just like any other. Rolling hills and deep shadow. As soon as you stop looking too hard, it begins to look so normal. You ready to go, Paige? It was terrible, wasn't it? That thing in there? There wasn't anything kindly about it. It certainly sounds terrible. Carpenter... I've been on this earth 31 years, and I never found a god I could love more than fear. When I get home after all of this, I want to try to make something better. Make a better god? Do you know how to do that? Designing them, yes. Not single-handedly, obviously. It was what my company did back in Nash. You ever think if it was possible to create something better, someone would have done it already? All the time. But I'd still like to try. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a four-week trial, 
plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Welcome back to Two Judgy Girls. I'm Mary from the Bay. And I'm Courtney from L.A. TJG is the podcast where we spill all the tea on your favorite reality TV shows, celebrity gossip, and everything in between. We're here to bring you our unfiltered opinions, hilarious commentary, and plenty of laughs along the way. We're two SDSU Delta Gamma sisters with a microphone and a whole lot of opinions. Each week, we dive headfirst into the wild world of reality television from Bravo to all the trash TV you could want. We break down the drama, dissect the latest scandals, and share our thoughts on everything from the jaw-dropping moments to the embarrassing antics. But that's not all. We're not here to just gossip. We're here to connect with you, the jurors, and share our love of all things pop culture. Whether we're dishing on the latest celebrity breakups, discussing our favorite guilty pleasure movies, or sharing embarrassing stories from our own lives, we promise to keep it real, keep it fun, and keep you coming back for more. Come judge with us. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com.